Lynn Pierce is an award-winning designer, event stylist, lifestyle blogger, and all-around style guru. She believes that style can be found in the simplest of things and is what turns the mundane into the extraordinary. Sam Feldman is a entrepreneur who wears red lipstick to the grocery store and a cocktail dress to the hardware store. Sam's a 30-something-year-old with over 20 years of party planning experience. And yeah, you heard that right. She believes every day is a cause for celebration. Together, they are the Soul Style Project. Join the stylish mom and daughter duo each week as they journey through topics of self-discovery and creativity, helping their listeners live up to their true potential and most stylish selves. You are listening to episode three of the Soul Style Project. What is style? I am your host, Lynn Pierce, and with me is my co-host and daughter, Sam Feldman. (laughs) What What is style? I'm excited about this topic because I feel like um, it's kind of a confusing term. So Mm -hmm. I want to define it and um, so people can understand that they do have style because everybody has style. Yes. Um, We think of people as being stylish, Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about the difference, but everybody has style, and it's becoming in line with your soul style, which will help you then project that out to the world. Mm -hmm. And I think stylish is the projection, and you're going to talk about a really good definition of style. Right. But I think everyone has a style. And when you say someone is stylish, it's when they've really tapped into that soul style. Correct. Yeah. No matter what the aesthetic is. So Webster's definition of style is a manner of doing something, which technically that's true. Sure. Um, But then they go on to say a stylish person is someone who has a bold sense of fashion, like a queen with flowing (laughs) robes and gowns, or your friend who always wears the best looking jeans. And I think that's a ridiculous kind of definition because not everyone who's stylish wears robes like a queen. Or jeans. I hardly ever wear jeans. Or jeans. That's my point. So stylish is putting your style out to the world Mm -hmm. and owning it and being confident and loving how you dress, loving your home and its decor. And it shouldn't be like everyone else because Mm -hmm. it's your style. I think it often gets confused with being fashionable and trendy. Right. As as having style. Right. And it that's not it. So what I wanted to do is look at what icons in the fashion and interior design industry, how they define style. Ooh. And I found some really good ones. So these are my top 10 and we'll just go through them. But the first one I found is style is something each of us already has. All we need to do is find it. Diane von Furstenberg. Love. Right. Because, and this is my point is everybody has style. We maybe aren't feeling aligned with that style. Mm -hmm. And so we're not putting it out there, but we definitely all have a sense of style. Mm -hmm. I think it goes back to what we talked about last week too, and the first episode around creativity, Mm -hmm. where often people who say, I'm not creative, also think I'm not stylish. Right. 
and creativity is it it's so dependent on the person who is using that creative energy and what they're doing with it. And I think this is a nice way to sum that up too, of just finding what is creative to you. Right. And then how that translates to your style. And sometimes, you know, when I'm feeling kind of uninspired and blah, whether it's in my home or my wardrobe, I, I know that I'm not connected with that creative part of myself. Mm-hmm. And so like just going through and purging or reorganizing, moving things around the house, I have a totally different perspective. Okay. Number two, fashions fade. Style is eternal. Yves Saint Laurent, which again, style is your own personality. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with fashion, what's fashionable or what's trendy. Mm-hmm. I like this one, too, because your style can evolve. Right. Yeah. Your own sense of style. So you might tap into certain trends or or love a, a fashionable phase, and maybe that stays with you past the the fashion being of the moment. But it also can evolve in what you might have worn 10 years ago or how you would have styled your house. It develops with, with your, se- your sense of self, but your style is what doesn't change. Right, because that's a reflection of your personality. Mm -hmm. Okay, number three, you gotta have style. It helps you get down the stairs. It helps Mm -hmm. you get up in the morning. It's a way of life. Without it, you're nobody. And I'm not talking about lots of clothes. Diana Vreeland. Love this quote because that's what we're talking about. It's how you distinguish yourself Mm -hmm. and how you put your brand on everything you do. It's a reflection of your personality. I think a really um, extra credit homework for our listeners Mm -hmm. for this one is to find the Diana Vreeland documentary called The Eye Has to Travel. And that title, I think, sums up this quote really nicely of of just always wanting the eye is moving and always wanting to find a new sense of focus oh cool i will definitely find the link and um, put that in the show notes i haven't seen that so i'm excited okay this is one of my favorites um style is a way to say who you are without having to speak Mm. rachel zoe And for me, I think that really sums up what we're talking about is that people make assumptions when they see you, whether they're valid or not. So are you putting your true self out to the world Mm -hmm. when you leave the house? Are you a reflection of who you really are? I like this for that confidence piece we talked about, too of something, you know, when you see a woman who's wearing, or a man who's wearing a really eclectic and interesting outfit or something totally opposite of what you would normally wear, Mm -hmm. but they are wearing it with such confidence and you know exactly who they are as a person and how comfortable and confident they are in their own skin. And then they, you're kind of drawn to them because of that. Right. And then there's always those times when you leave the house and you know, I am not representing myself today. And and you just don't feel like you have that same pizzazz or confidence or, mm-hmm. you know, we, we all have those days. 
Even when I don't leave the house, too. I mean, <laughs> which more, is happening which more is and happening more. Which is happening more and more. And more recently, I really noticed that with, you know, having to stay home. And working at home. Or even leisurely time at home because on your days off, you can't necessarily go out and do the same activities that we're used to doing. But I was noticing that I felt so different when I was in old schlubby pajamas versus new pajamas. (laughs) And it doesn't even have to be that you're getting dressed up and wearing makeup, but you know, clothing that's in good condition or mm-hmm. I've become a really big fan of colorful caftans. Yep. <laughs> They're very easy to throw on. Yep. One of my designer friends, she is the queen of kimonos. Love. And so, yeah, when we were all sheltered in place, she was posting her, you know, stories on Instagram and she always looked like she was going to step out for a night on the town, but she was just wearing her beautiful kimonos, which is essentially a rope. It's a rope. Right? Yeah. But she made it look so cool. Yeah. Okay. So number five, style is the only thing you can't buy. It's not in a shopping bag, a label, or a price tag. It's something reflected from our soul to the outside world, an emotion. Albert Elbaz. I, I hope I'm saying his name right, but he's an interior designer. Um, but again, we're not talking about how much money we spent mm-hmm. on those jeans or how much we paid for that sofa. We're talking about something that is a reflection of who you are and you're showing that to the world. And how it makes you feel. And how it makes you feel. This reminds me of when we were talking about a blank canvas in really finding purpose in what you're surrounding yourself with. Mm-hmm. And just because something was a million dollars doesn't mean it has genuine purpose in your life or a very fulfilling purpose in your life. Right. Or just because something was 50 cents doesn't mean that it's not important mm-hmm. to keep and, and it really is what evokes that special emotion in you that's the most important. Right. Thanks, Albert. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Okay, number six. Playing dress-up begins at age five and never truly ends. Kate Spade. Oh, the wise Kate Spade. Oh, Kate. But, you know, we talked about this in the first week about connecting with your childhood and that creative spark that you had. And why does that have to leave us? And it's because we all of a sudden start caring about people judging us. And once you care about how people are judging you, you don't want to put your creative self out there because Mm -hmm. you're afraid of being rejected. Mm -hmm. But if you could think about when you were a child and how you played dress up and you didn't care what Mm -hmm. you put together, it was so magical. Mm -hmm. And if we could all just embrace that inner child, mm-hmm. I think it would be a better world. I think so too. Magic and sparkles, truly Kate's magic and sparkles <laughs> and bows I, and bows. I think uh, this is the of the person Kate Spade and this quote and just that you know the fun and frivolity of dressing up as a child mm-hmm. and thinking about dressing up 
in your day-to-day as an adult just means that you don't take yourself too seriously. Yes. Not that being serious isn't bad and and having, you know, of course, as an adult, you have certain objectives that you should attain. But I think when you take yourself too seriously, it leaves room for just really negative energy when you don't check something off of a list Mm -hmm. and and it gives you a little bit more grounding and, and awareness of what's around you. Right. And also, like you you just said it, dressing up for the fun of it. Okay, so maybe we're not going out like we used to and we're spending mm-hmm. a lot of time at home. That doesn't mean we can't have fun mm-hmm. and put on a nice ball gown. Gosh darn it, if we feel <laughs> like it. True story. I put my wedding dress on the other day <laughs> with my kids because they wanted to look at all of my jewelry and then it one thing led to another and I was in my wedding gown and my daughter had my veil on and it was so much fun that is so dress up truly never ends it never ends (laughs) and we should we should do it more often okay number seven what's my style is not your style and I don't see how you can define it it's something that expresses who you are in your own way Iris Apfel another goodie yeah And if you don't know who Iris Apfel is, please get on Google right now and pull up a picture of her because you will see what I'm talking about. She is unapologetically herself, and I love her for that. And I think we all need to embrace that. I think she embodies that that last quote, too, of she, no matter your age, Style is something that never goes away. I almost said never goes out of style. Obviously, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and she is, like you said, just so unapologetically herself, and has always been. But also, you can see there's another really great documentary about her, actually, too. And I can't remember. It might just be called Iris. You can add it to the show. I'll notes. try and find the link for that. Um, it's truly amazing, and there's a lot of really great shots in her apartment, which Ooh. is stuffed to the gills. Yeah, with things from her travels and her, you know, many adventures. And not everyone could live like that, but you also, no. but you also appreciate that that is her style. Yes. And you can look at it and go, wow, that is amazing. Even though I could never live like that. And but that's the point is like, you're not trying to emulate someone else's style. You're yes. finding out who you are and then, you know, putting that out there. Yes. Yeah. She's awesome. Okay. The, oh, this is a good one. Number eight. I think we all know boldness when we see it. Nothing makes me smile more than when I see someone being fully themselves with their own individual style and character, whatever that is. Angelina Jolie. So again, we can look at someone else and think, ooh, that's a really bold choice, but she can totally get away with it. It, People say that, oh, she can totally get away with it. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Because she's connected, not Mm -hmm. just she, he, Mm -hmm. plenty of he's have style, um, but they're connected to who they are. Mm -hmm. I And I think boldness is so different from person to person, too. What's bold for me is different from somebody else. And even, you know, I like a lot of color and pattern and and some big stylish 
not stylish, big fashion things. Mm -hmm. But I love when I see someone pulling off a really clean and effervescent look. Yeah. And I always think to myself, I'm not sure that that's right for me, but I love it on this person. Right. Okay. Number nine, design is coming to grips with one's real lifestyle, one's real place in the world. Rooms should not be put together for show, but to nourish one's well-being, Albert Hadley. And, you know, lifestyle plays a big part in your style choices, right? So like when I'm thinking about designing a room for a client, I always think about their lifestyle first and, you know, how is this going to function and then put their personality into that. But I love the, the thought of nourishing one's well-being. I love that. That's my favorite part of this whole quote, because I think, I mean, a lot of us probably have experienced there's nothing more disappointing when you're purchasing something for your home when it doesn't work out because it doesn't fit your lifestyle mm-hmm. and you didn't think of that and maybe it was an investment piece I'm thinking of a beautiful leather sofa <laughs> that once was in my house with um very young children <laughs> yeah um And it was a great purchase at the time, but not really thinking of the long term. Yeah. Um, But I love the nourish one's well-being because maybe I could find a piece and we ended up finding a piece that suited the aesthetic style that we were going for, but also was really comfortable for the kids and we can all snuggle up together and we can see all of our family when they come over. Right. And there's no reason why you can't have a stylish home with kids and pets. I've done it all my last 20 years. (laughs) Have I not? 30. 30. Oh yeah. How old are you? Jeez. I'm old. (laughs) Okay. I've saved my favorite for last just because I love Nate Berkus. Um, I've been following him for years and just love his sense of style. But he says, your home should tell the story of who you are and be a collection of what you love brought together under one roof. I don't know that I have much to say because Nate said it all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nate. Yeah. I mean, Nate. It should be the story of you. I think what I love about home design and I think what's so inspiring about what you do for your clients too. And you talked a little bit about in your first episode of being able to help someone who doesn't feel connected to their style, find the bits of their story. And it really is impactful when they find it because Mm -hmm. they look around and they see bits of their life right around them right. and you're just weaving this beautiful tapestry of of who they are Ooh, beautiful tapestry i like that <laughs> okay so every week i think we should put out a little challenge to our listeners and so i was thinking about this a, a little small assignment that we could give to help people maybe connect a little bit to their soul style. Mm-hmm. So this week I was thinking maybe we could have you look around your home and find one thing that tells the story of you. Mm. Take a picture of it, post it on in- Instagram and um, tag us with soul style project to your photo and then tell us why that tells the story of you. And then we'll do the same. Yeah, I'm already distracted thinking about <laughs> what that piece is in my house. Oh, let's use the okay. Let's use the hashtag my soul style story. Uh, I will put this in the in the show notes. Okay. 
We'll do that. We'll each do that too. Okay. So does your personality affect your style? This is something that I've been sort of researching for a really long time because I felt like with my clients, that was what I was trying to do is, is figure out their personalities and then inject that into their style. So I've come up with a sort of a scientific project that we've been working on mm-hmm. based on the five big personality traits. It's also known as ocean. Mm-hmm. So we took this personality quiz mm-hmm. and I think it kind of hits the nail on the head. Scarily so. Right? Yes. So I'm coming up with our own soul style quiz, which I'm hoping will be out in the next few weeks. Um, that'll be really cool. So it's based on these five personality types. And then it'll give you a definition of your style. So how does style affect our day-to-day life? I think really it's in all areas of what we do. So fashion, decor, food, entertaining, and wellness. Mm-hmm. Really, any any one of those things you can inject your own personal style into. And those are the topics that we're going to be covering on a weekly basis. I love that it it's not just what you typically think of when you think of style, too. I love thinking about food and entertaining and even mm-hmm. wellness as having a style. Right. And how each of our personalities... Um, plays into what we like to eat and how we like to entertain and how we should take care of ourselves too. I think that's a big one that I often don't think about enough is how I take care of my wellness that's right for me. Right. Not just what the latest exercise trend is or or even food trend. Yeah. I know for me, because I was extremely high on the extroversion scale, I know that I do better if I'm on a sports team or in some sort of class because I need to be around other people. Mm-hmm. I try to work out at home watching a video and I just feel ridiculous. So <laughs> <laughs> I know that I, because I'm high on that scale, I need to be in a group environment. Mm-hmm. Where someone high on the conscientiousness scale would be perfectly fine at home doing mm-hmm. a video or in their own home gym. And would be very disciplined in doing so. Correct. So if you would like to learn more about the the big five personality traits, um, this is our soul style discovery of the week. Um, The website you can go to to take your own quiz is big5-test.com. And you can get, it's a free test and it will give you really Mm in-depth, not just how you score in each one of these categories, but then it breaks it down within each category. Mm -hmm. into subcategories it's very in-depth and informative very informative and it has a lot of behaviors that feed into each of those personality traits so the quiz that you're working on that how we tie it back to these different five areas of our style and how we live our life day to day Mm -hmm. it's just a really informative quiz on just your personality yeah and what feeds into like I said before too of just really finding out pitfalls for yourself a lot of times we know exactly what we're really great at Uh or we even know what we're not great at, but we don't know how to attack it or what behaviors led to it. So it's, and it becomes really interesting if you are living with somebody, your partner to have them take the test as well, because Mm -hmm. 
you have your style, they have their own style. How does that work together? I just did this with a couple who is about to get married and they were just like, oh my gosh, this is so spot on. Mm -hmm. And I told them how they could work together to both feel comfortable with their styles and they were totally on board for it. Um, So definitely interesting to take it with your partner as well. This is going to be such a fun journey. I mean, we've really just touched the surface of what style is and what we hope to do in this soul style project and and the journey that we're all going on. But uh, I'm really excited to see your quiz come to fruition. Me too. (laughs) You'll be the first to know when it's ready. Yes. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Soul Style Project. So what is style? Did we give you a better definition than Webster? I sure hope so. Be sure to head over to soulstyleproject.com for today's show notes and links to everything we talked about. And don't forget today's assignment. Take a photo of one item in your house that tells a story about you. Post it on Instagram with your story and tag us at soulstyleproject with the hashtag mysoulstylestory. We will be posting ours as well. Thanks again. And until next time, remember, when the soul finds its style, life is gorgeous.